I did my homework. It's not my fault. She hit me. I hate school, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So we are going to talk about how we can use curiosity to maybe not make conflict completely go away because we do have teens and hormones and drama and all that stuff going on in their world. But what if we could just lessen it, right? So what we're going to do here is put on our detective hat because really that's what parents are, right? Trying to figure out what the heck, why the heck they're doing, they're saying, and they're acting the way they are. Truth is, a lot of times they don't know until we bring it to their attention. So sometimes teens say things. They come out of their mouth and it's super easy to be triggered because sometimes they're rude or they snap or it's just like short and it's just they respond in a way that's not really kind. Sometimes it's mean. Sometimes it's just disrespectful, right? And so the curiosity hat comes in and you go, huh, I wonder if that was even directed at me because our body goes back to the Neanderthal brain of protection and it's all like dukes up, right? And it's the same for them. So getting curious, not only about how other people are behaving, but also what your feeling, right? What are you feeling? Because the truth is that... Welcome to the Empowered Parent Podcast with Renee. Being a teenager is hard. Being a parent of a teenager can be even harder. Each episode, we deliver tips, tools, tricks, and stories to help you feel empowered, confident, and energized as the parent of a teenager. Teenagers want to be happy. Sometimes they just need a little help along the way. Now, here's your host, Renee Sinning. Renee is a certified life, leadership, and success coach for teenagers and their parents. She's also a mom of three young adults and an experienced high school educator of 18 years. Renee is well-versed in everything teen. Now, without any further ado, here's Renee. Hey, parents, it's Renee. Welcome to another episode of the Empowered Parent Podcast. On this episode, we are going to talk about curbing conflict with curiosity. So if you have a teenager, you've probably dealt with conflict a time or two, right? Why do I have to unload the dishwasher? I'll scoop the yard later. Stop bugging me. I already did my homework. It's not my fault. She hit me. I hate school, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So we are going to talk about how we can use curiosity to maybe not make conflict completely go away because we do have teens and hormones and drama and all that stuff going on in their world. But what if we could just lessen it, right? Just a little bit. And so I'm going to give you a few scenarios of where we could use curiosity to curb conflict. So number one, recognize and remember, and I've done other podcasts on this and I've talked about this on my page and in the group and everything, but the team brain is not yet fully developed. It is not fully developed until well into their 20s. And the front piece of the brain, which is responsible for so many of the things that actually cause conflict, is just not there. And so when we can remember that, we can use that as a starting point for curiosity. So what we're going to do here is put on our detective hat, because really that's what parents are, right? Trying to figure out what the heck, 
why the heck they're doing, they're saying, and they're acting the way they are. Truth is, a lot of times they don't know until we bring it to their attention. So one example of those skills that are not yet developed until their 20s is impulse control. That is an executive function skill. It is in that prefrontal cortex of their brain. It is not developed. The rational brain is not developed to come in there and stop impulse control in the moment. So they have to be taught these skills. They're not learned it. But here's an example of that. So Sometimes teens say things, they come out of their mouth and it's super easy to be triggered because sometimes they're rude or they snap or it's just like short and it's just, they respond in a way that's not really kind. Sometimes it's mean, sometimes it's just disrespectful, right? And so it's really easy for us as parents to get triggered. But here's where we can put on our detective hat and use curiosity. And number one, it includes us having our own self-awareness and kind of recognizing that we're not, we're, we're, we're getting to that place where our emotions might take over and then nothing is going to happen. So we put on our curiosity hat. So your teen says something, they respond in a way that you don't like, that doesn't feel good, that's kind of rude or whatever. And so the curiosity hat comes in and you go, huh, I wonder if that was even directed at me because there's a good chance it's not. It's a good chance the reason they responded the way they did has nothing to do with you. It has to do with something they saw on social media, something a friend said. Maybe they're left out. Maybe they got a bad grade if it's during the school year, whatever that may be. So curious, get curious, huh? Yes, I didn't like that. That's my rational brain saying, and yeah, that was rude, And but huh, I wonder if that was even directed at me if they really meant that. Because truthfully, we've all been there, right? We've all said something before without fully thinking it through. And so with teens, we could do the same thing, kind of recognizing that not only is impulse control not yet developed, neither is self-awareness. That also is an executive function skill. So you put those two together and sometimes they'll say or do something they didn't mean. And then, but you're getting curious as to why, huh, I wonder why they said that way, right? So for example, suppose your teenager says something mean or hurtful to their younger sibling, making them cry, right? Siblings argue all the time and sometimes they're not nice to each other. So generally and typically we would respond with, why'd you say that to your sister? How many times have I told you not to say that? Or haven't I told you X, Y, Z? You should know better, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? Typical responses. But each of these responses will often end up with our teenager getting mad or defensive, maybe acting like they don't care or slamming their door or whatever. And it often is going to escalate. But here again, you can get curious. Oh, I wonder why he acted that way towards Sally. Does he even realize how his words impact her? Curious, curious. Could something else be going on with him? Because generally you're going to go, you know, go at him and like, why are you treating your sister that way, et cetera, et cetera. But when you, as the parent, get curious, you're more apt then to be able to step back, calm down, and then have a conversation with him versus that emotional reaction. So you can get something productive out of the conversation. You can maybe figure out what's going on with him and maybe explain to him, create that self-awareness that is not innate, is not yet developed. Because teens are pretty self-absorbed in their own teen world. So we want to create that self-awareness. And then you could have that conversation. Hey, did you really mean to hurt your sister's feelings? Was that your intention? Most likely, he's going to say no, right? 
And then you can kind of go from there. I didn't think so. But when you talk to her that way, do you, I don't know if you realize how that really hurts her feelings. It really, really makes her sad. So if that's not your intent, because she really then comes to me thinking you don't love her anymore. It's hurtful, right? So if that isn't your intent, I wonder if there's another way we could approach this so that Sally doesn't get so upset next time, right? So curiosity. Curiosity can keep you from kind of jumping and jumping into it with your own emotions. And so you can actually get to the real root of the problem. And then finally, you know, our own triggers. And I think I did another podcast on this a while back. But our own triggers are about us. They're not about the other person. When we get triggered, our body goes back to the Neanderthal brain of protection. And it's all like dukes up, right? And it's the same for them. When we get triggered, when anybody gets triggered, that Neanderthal brain, it kicks in. And it is like dukes up, fight or flight. I'm going to go at it. Defenses get up. Voices get raised, all of that. You can literally physically feel it happening to you. So when you start to feel your heart racing or your blood pressure rising, get curious with you, right? With yourself. Hmm, is this about me or is this about them? Where did this thought come from? What am I telling myself right now? And what is the message that I'm receiving from my brain a lot of times it's going to be something like they don't respect me. I didn't raise them that way. But, you know, or I'm not a good parent and no one else's kids fight like this all the time. So what is the message that I'm receiving from my brain? Is this message fact or based in truth or is it something I can let go of? And if it's something that you'd want to let go of, then it's a little bit more digging into your own kind of self. What do I need to do to let go of this trigger so it doesn't impact my relationships? So getting curious, not only about how other people are behaving, but also what you're feeling, right? What are you feeling? Because the truth is that our thoughts make us feel a certain way. And then based on how we feel, we act. And then and then it escalates from there. But if we can dig into that message of the thought we have. What is the message here? Getting curious. Get curious about yourself. Get curious about your child. Get curious about the situation. If we can use, if we can take a step back and get curious before our emotions get the best of us, we can resolve probably not all of the conflicts because we're all human beings. We've got teenagers in the house. There's just a lot going on. We got our own stressors in the world, but we can probably lessen some, right? And not only that, these are tools that we can teach other people. This can be used with relationships with our teens, with our kids, with our spouse or partner, with our coworkers, with our friend, with other parents, really with anyone. It's that curiosity piece. There's so much information there and it gives us time to step back. And so just wanted to hop on here and share that. How can you curb a little bit of conflict if you have that in your life? by using curiosity. I'm Renee Sinning, teen life coach, parent coach, family coach, parent partner, all that good stuff. And I will see you next time on the Empowered Parent Podcast. If you are not already part of my Facebook group, I'd love to have you as part of that. And if you're looking for support with your teens or with yourself, I am actually, I'm going to be launching a 12-week 
group coaching journey for parents and teens to build self-awareness, self-belief, and self-confidence, three very important and vital skills that are not taught in the schools and kids need these this information. It's powerful. Uh, so I'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on the Empowered Parent Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Be sure to head over to reneesinning.com to pick up some parenting freebies. And remember, teenagers want to be happy. Sometimes they just need a little help along the way.